Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Good morning, Vietnam! Welcome to the jungle, baby. Welcome to the jungle. Welcome to Two Dudes Movie Reviews. Mara, the meatloaf! You see what happens, Larry? How to get burned! How to get burned! How to get burned! They've done studies, you know. 60% of the time, it works. Every time. I am loving this. You are tearing me apart, Lisa! Come with me if you want to live. Gentlemen, you have my curiosity, but now you have my attention. Now, here's your hosts, Sky and Colin. Here's Johnny! Is that Breaking Bad? That's the theme. Theme. The smoke Hey, meth lovers. You're listening to Two Dudes Movie Reviews with Sky. And Colin. And we love crystal meth. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Colin is doing it as we speak. I told him not to. Trying to do a show, trying to keep a profesh. <laughs> I He didn't heed my warning. No, not at all. So, yeah, we are doing crystal meth now. So the show might get weird. Fair warning. This is on brand. We're doing a Breaking Bad episode. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> We are doing Jexy. I just happen to have had to have smoked crystal meth to try to get any enjoyment out of that I was gonna, bullshit. I was going to say, so you could get through the movie. No. You know what it is? I don't want the high of crystal meth, but I hate having teeth. <laughs> so this just seemed like a good way to do it. Yeah. Without getting into like a terrible you car You can just accident. go to a dentist or something. I don't think dentists will just let you go in and be like, pull all my teeth out. Especially if they're like healthy, they're going to be like, no, I'm not going to do that. Well, please. (laughs) Please do it. I'm trying to give a really good prison blowjob. Oh, geez. So I can buy more crystal meth. (laughs) That's that's bad. (laughs) That's bad. All right, listen, there's bugs in my skin. We're going to do this thing as fast as we can. Okay. Yeah. But no, we are here to talk about another Netflix movie. The second Netflix movie that we've ever done on this pod. Yeah, and that first one was a long time ago. Yeah, that was like the fifth episode, I think. Fifth? Sixth? Come for real, it's the next episode. Hold up. I don't get it. It's uh, Dr. Dre song. Oh, okay. Smoke meth every day. <laughs> oh, okay. I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, they didn't smoke meth in that. But yeah, another Netflix movie, which some people might debate. They're not movies. Yeah. Talking to you, Spielberg. And me. <laughs> well, yeah, you took a lot of convincing. The you, only, only reason we even started it was because Roma was nominated. So I was like, okay, I guess we, I guess we can open it up for the select. And then you were like, I'm watching every Netflix movie that comes out, regardless of quality, <laughs> and putting it on my list. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> Scorsese, Scorsese's making one though. Yeah, he is. So get excited for that, The Irishman. Although Scorsese, you can shut your fucking mouth. All right. If you're listening, shut your mouth. I just, I, I sent that to you just to get a reaction out of you. Yeah. 
Because what did you say? So Martin Scorsese's out here talking about how uh, Marvel movies aren't even aren't cinema. It's not, it's it's not film. It's not film. It's not cinema. He said they're amusement park rides. So you sent that to me. You're like, you're like, oh, how do you feel? And I'm like, oh yeah, well, Netflix movies aren't cinema either. Yeah, which is funny because now I'm on the opposite team of myself. <laughs> I've switched sides just because he took a stand against just, Marvel. Yeah. But also, fuck you, Marty. All you do is mob movies, you one-trick pony. You fucking hack. <laughs> is that what a uh, taxi driver is? <laughs> Whatever. I understand that Scorsese's done more than mob movies, but come on. That's really that's really what it, it's all about. <laughs> it's, I, uh, it's like, what, Goodfellas, Casino, uh, fucking, I got the Irishman. King of Depotted. Comedy. King of Comedy. Oh, you're talking about Scor- Scorsese films, or you're just talking about mob movies now? What are you doing here? I'm just running the gamut. You're just I'm talking about movies with actors in them. I'm talking about <laughs> I'm talking about movies with scripts. Yeah. Oh man, that's why we're not doing a Rambo episode. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> Although if you guys like Taken, but wish in those movies you got to see more Mexicans get beat up. Go see Rambo. <laughs> that's that's sadly probably the best description of that movie. It really is just Taken. Starring Rambo beating up Mexicans. Yeah, it's the way I described it after I saw it. I was like, this is Sylvester Stallone's wet dream <laughs> where he yeah. combines Taken and Home Alone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In a world where so many movies are putting on MAGA hats as jokes, this movie shows us that a white man can still just drive across borders without showing ID to beat Mexicans ass. It's, it was so bad. It's really bad. I hated it. I'm glad we didn't do an episode. Honestly, that is our Rambo episode. I might just cut that out of this one and then release it on its own <laughs> as like a like three-minute a- episode. <laughs> bonus! <laughs> we're, we're treating you to a bonus episode right now. You guys deserve it, though, because you're a bunch of sweet-ass swampies, and... We see you guys popping up. We're getting some more love on Instagram and stuff. We posted some more games recently because we hadn't done that in a while. That was fun. We got a a really good interaction that time. It was funny because at first it was like a real slow burn, which we always talk about on the show. We don't mind a slow burn. But in terms of you guys actually responding to us on Instagram, we like a fast burn. Yeah. But it was okay. So at first we were like, we posted it because we were recording that night and we we're like, oh, cool, we'll be here. Only like three popped up while we were sitting here together. Yeah. And then I went home and all of us is just a flood. And I, I don't think we even got to answer all of them. No, there was a couple we didn't get to answer. So there, were we'll, some, there were some good ones though. Oh, yeah, for sure. And really unique ones. So you swampies are fucking killing it out there. So kudos to you. It's mm-hmm. literally, it's just us mining you guys for content. Yeah. So, but have, how have you been? Oh, I've been good. I've been, uh, actually not much has changed. Actually, I'm going to Salem tomorrow. Oh, cool. So spoiler alert. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say to the swampies, sorry, this episode's coming out late. Yeah. But I'm going to be away during the days that I would normally edit this. Joker came out a day late. So, I mean, I guess based on our last release, this isn't really that late. No, it's not that late. And that gives more time from the movie's release. Yeah, because we're in like this weird area where there's a, mo- a lot of movies that are coming out that we're interested in, but they have these bullshit release dates. Like, yeah. Jane and Silent Bob is only coming out on two days and then leaving I don't know what forever. the fuck that is. <laughs> like- yeah, it's either you see it on Tuesday of this week or Thursday of this week. And the lighthouse, the is, the lighthouse is only coming out limited. 
for yeah at first i feel like that's one that will end up going wide because there's not a lot of or at least not wide but it'll land in some amcs as like an artisan film yeah i was hoping it was going to come to middletown because they've been doing a pretty good job getting those those films in there especially a24 it's not coming i don't out there at least not on the day it said it was supposed to come out that's a movie i would absolutely drive to palisades for if i had to or garden state listen here all right this is what i'm thinking oh hit me maybe one weekend when me and you were both free we should just go to the city oh, and, yeah. and just like hit like three movies in one day at like the AMC, but get like the do it when there's like the lighthouse and maybe a couple ones we haven't seen where we it's like That'd actually be worth it because yeah. we can just do that in Middletown. But if we go over there, maybe we catch like an artisan film or something that we can't see. Yeah, there might be there are more theaters, so you might get some more interesting stuff. Yeah, or we skip all that bullshit and we go to Nighthawk. Okay, so I went there this weekend. I know how was it? you went to a location I've never been to. I didn't know there were two of them. Yeah, I've only ever been to the one in Williamsburg, hipster hipster. Uh, <laughs> but how was the one you went? What did you say? It was like Prospect Park or something. Prospect Park, yeah. Nice. How was it? It was good. I feel like you have to compare it to Alamo. Yeah, it's very similar. Yeah. So like, wait, does Alamo do like dining at your seat though? Mm-hmm. That's sweet. Yeah, I love that. So, I guess here's my Alamo Nighthawk comparison. They both have 4K projectors. Okay. So the picture quality of both of them is great. The screen size, at least in the theater that I was at for Nighthawk, though, was pretty small. Yeah, they're generally small. And and but the the actual theater size was big. Okay. So like me and Brianna, we had to sit on the left side. So like we weren't facing straight. Oh, that sucks. We yeah, we were facing like to watch the movie kind of to the right. Like we had to look to the right. So that was kind of annoying. Yeah. So I'll, I'll give I'll give the plus one there to Alamo. The seats in the Nighthawk are way better than the Alamo, though. So I'll give okay. the plus one to Nighthawk there. I also so like that. You, I also like that you have like your table there because Alamo is like a giant long bench that everyone shares. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, yeah. Nighthawk is nice because you have like that little table with the cup holders and everything like in the table. Yeah, it's fucking sweet. And you put the you put your order in the flag thing. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, it's same same exact thing with Alamo. You can write it down. I think the food and drinks are better at Alamo. Oh, really? So I'll give that to Alamo as okay. well. I don't think I've ever gotten like food, food at Nighthawk. It's always been like snacky stuff like hummus plate or yeah, one I, of their fancy popcorns. I will say I didn't order food, oh, okay. but it was just based on the menu. I like the menu better at oh. Alamo. Well, uh, Nighthawk does a lot of like specials based on what movies are showing. Well, I did that. I got the Joker, the drink. It's called The Last Laugh, and it's this oh, nice. green concoction. None of the alcohol in it, I knew, like, I was like, it's got gin in it. I don't like gin. I'll take one. <laughs> yeah, let me try it. <laughs> Just so I can sit there with my green drink. But uh, the movie was great. Actually, the sound, I think the sound is better in Nighthawk. So there's there's pros and cons to both theaters. Yeah. I think I prefer Alamo. Okay. It's also cool that Alamo has like their own Alamo-specific merch for movies. Like when yeah. Hollywood came out, they had a like literally an Alamo-exclusive Tarantino book about his life and stuff that you could buy Oh, there. that's cool. And yeah. I know they do like like collectors pins and stuff like yeah. that and yeah but, that's pretty awesome but they had uh they had actual like action figures too for some movies really i remember when uh midsummer was in theaters there was you can buy a bear in a cage oh I, I saw that they yeah. didn't add for it there actually is an ad for it they play that commercial on the uh the blu-ray that's out now <clears throat> really yeah which bummer did you get midsummer on blu-ray yeah i haven't yeah, watched 4K? it yet though i it's, they don't have, like, you can't also watch the director's cut on so it. So I guess you have to watch it only on iTunes, right? Because it's exclusive to iTunes right now. Oh, is it? Yeah. 
I guess so. I really want to watch the director's cut. I yeah. was hoping it would be included on the Blu-ray, but I don't know why it wouldn't be. That's stupid. It it's is dumb. stupid. Uh, it, they're going to do like a Blade Runner thing, probably, where there's like six different copies that you can get. Yeah, it's, it's just, just like the, what? What is it? There's like the uncut version, or something. yeah, and because there's a the director's cut. Director's and, cut, and then I think it's the uncut, right? Yeah, which it's like, then why wasn't that the director's cut? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Stupid. Stupid. Cat um, Cash grab. I, I didn't want to say this, though. The people that sat next to me at Nighthawk were the cringiest people ever. Were they Actually, just like I shouldn't hipster say th- tools? No, no, no. I shouldn't say they were cringy. It was their interaction was so cringe that I almost broke my jaw. Oh, no. <laughs> but were, were they like on a date and it was like an awkward date? Yeah. Them or something. yeah. Oh, that's the so, worst. So it was, it, I think it was like a, I don't know, it may have been a first date. It seemed like they had been talking for a while, but it may have been the first time they met up together. Oh. And he seemed put off by her appearance. But oh, he, but, no. but he also seemed a little bit socially inept. Not that there was something wrong with him. It just seemed like he was a little awkward. But like basically they show up and she was like, thanks for not standing me up. I thought you'd really stand me up. And he was like, no. And then she was like, yeah, because I really thought you were going to stand me up. And he was like, no, I, I'm not doing that. I didn't do that. But she showed up on like a motorized like scooter because she'd broken her leg or something. That's amazing. <laughs> and and then uh, so like they were sitting there and then I only heard like parts of their conversation. But she asked him almost immediately. She's like, so do you want a date? And he goes, no. Oh, and then they watched. And the then movie they watched together? the movie. Yeah. So I was sitting there like, oh, God, no. So weird. And then. That's weird on her part. Why would you why would you start it with you want a date when you haven't even finished your date? Yeah. And then uh, she's basically like talking about like her like leg issue. I don't know what it was was going on, but she was like Ebola. Yeah. But she was like I don't know what it was, but she said this happens every time I have this surgery. And then I heard him go, I don't want to hear about this. It's gross. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, and I was like, "That guy's awesome." And then, and then, but then there was <laughs> a long fox. But then there was a long silence, and then I heard him go, "My uncle's gonna die tomorrow." And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Yeah," and I was like, "Oh, jeez!" Like I was, oh, I leaned man. over to Brianna, and I was like, "The worst date ever is happening next to me right now." And, and, and then, my uncle's gonna die tomorrow. And then, and then uh. She was like, really? I want to like switch seats. I was like, no, you're not switching seats because you're going to listen to them. I want you to watch the movie. And then she loved the movie. All right, so, good. Yeah. But then when the movie ended, uh, this just annoyed me. She was like, that's not the Joker. No. Well, the movie ended. She she was like, did you like it? She's like, I really liked that. That was really good. And he goes, no, I didn't like it. And then she was like, what? Why? And he goes, it's too artsy. And he was like, oh, my God. And he was like, and also, like, I wanted it to be like more like fun. And then like in my head, I'm just like you want it to be fun, why'd you see a rated R movie about a psychopath with a mental illness? Yeah, you fucking goon. <laughs> you, you stooge. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. So God, I hate that. I full-blown hate. The, the, the hardest thing about this podcast, it's not all the bad movies we have to watch. It's all the fucking goons in the movie theaters <laughs> when I have to watch these movies. <laughs> I hate people to a level that is just incomprehensible. That's, that's the thing that was so good about going to that screening. It's like everybody was a movie lover that was there to just enjoy the movie. And it was Except like Except for the old fuck sitting next to me who kept talking to his wife. I didn't even tell you about that when we were there because I had really? to pee, I had to pee so bad at the end of the movie. This guy, this fucking idiot. This, this goddamn baby boomer son of a bitch is just sitting next to me and he would just keep talking to his wife about it, things about the movie. He'd be like, 
wow, that looks really nice. And I'm, I just, I so bad wanted to turn to him and just go, keep it to yourself. I don't fucking need to hear it. Like, shut up. Shut the fuck up. Do you think you're whispering because you're not? <laughs> oh, that, oh, I, I yeah. almost dumped my popcorn on him. I was like, I'm not eating this popcorn. I was just going to go, oops, and just fill his lap. And then while, oh, oh man, I'm so sorry, bud. Also, shut the fuck up. <laughs> that was that was another thing. The first scene of Joker when he's staring in the mirror and he's and the he's like making the smile and the tear trickle, trickles down his face. Yeah. The guy, the same guy next to me, at this volume, he just goes... Granted, it's the first scene in the movie. Yeah. The tear trickles down Joaquin Phoenix's cheek, and he goes, this guy's fucking crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. And then- and then I would have smacked the shit me, out of him. Me and Brianna looked neck, like looked over, and then his the girl was like, she got to be quiet in the movies. Like, <laughs> my God. This yeah. is like first time coming out of his basement? It was- uh, Yeah, I, I, I couldn't get a read on it, but I just know that I was- I was cringed. I was- It hurt. That's despicable. That's <laughs> despicable, despicable me. me. <laughs> <laughs> Something else that's really despicable, it's actually not only a thing that's despicable, it's a place that's despicable. What's that place? It's a place where that I like to go just get down and dirty with the slimiest of swampies. I hear you, I hear you. Dude, anytime I'm just like, I need to I need to be around the swampies. I need to be around the people. <laughs> There's only one place I can think to go, and that's a little place I like to call the Trickety 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 Trailer Park. I like that. That was nice, right? Yeah. Mixing it up a little bit. So, what are we talking? We are talking somehow an Adam Sandler movie that I'm excited for. Yeah, that is crazy. That's what's despicable. Yeah. I feel despicable mm-hmm. being excited to see an Adam Sandler movie. So what's the tie here, Sky? <laughs> well, this movie is Uncut Gems. Yep. And we're reviewing El Camino. Yep. Where they sell crystal meth. Yeah. Crystal meth. Uncut gems. Gems, gems and crystals. <laughs> you guys you get, get it? it? <laughs> we are on a whole nother level when it comes to this shit. There's layers to this shit. There is layers to this shit. Yeah, you need to step your game up, Swampies, to keep up. But yeah, it makes sense. It fits. Yeah, if you think about it. I wish this movie was coming out on Netflix, though. Why is that? Just so I know I could see it in my house and not have to go anywhere. No. (laughs) (laughs) But no, it is not coming to Netflix. It's yet another A24 movie, which we we just love A24. Yeah. Just, I've... A24 slaps so hard. They also... I know we've mentioned this a few times on the pod, but this movie is being directed by the Safdie brothers. Oh, yeah. Uh, they did Good Time, which is another A24 movie. Yep. But that is extremely exciting. I think this is only their second feature-length film, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I mean, I really liked Good Time a lot. And that's one. I, it came out two years ago, but I just caught it this year. And then uh, this is already getting some buzz around it. It's getting like it's getting like super hype though. That's the I, thing. It, it almost worries me, but like they're already talking like Adam Sandler could be running for uh, have like a serious case for best actor this year. Yeah, it's funny because last night after the movie, I was talking to Brianna like about Joker. And then I, I said, I was like, what did you think of his performance? And she was like, oh, that was great. Like, probably the best one I've seen so far this year. And she's like, you think he'll win? And I was like, I think he should. I was like, I don't know. 
who's going to be nominated with him because I'm assuming he'll be nominated. I was like, but I've heard that Adam Sandler is going to be in the conversation. And she was like, what? Yeah, I know. <laughs> For Grown Ups 3? <laughs> oh, can we get Grown Ups 3 already? I just need to see what happens. <laughs> but yeah, man, I mean, it's crazy that if this movie does come out and wins Oscars, that Adam Sandler could get an Oscar the same year that he made Murder Mystery. Yeah. <laughs> like... And only one year removed from, I don't know, every other bullshit Netflix movie he made. Yeah, he's on that, that giant deal. I know. Like infinity Netflix movies where he gets free vacations. Yeah, he gets to go to uh, fucking Paris in his sweatpants. <laughs> Shabba de Shabba de What? Oh my God. I, I, now I, I don't care how good he is in this. I want him to win. So that he has to give an acceptance speech at the Oscars <laughs> in his fucking basketball shorts and like a hoodie. Because you know he's not getting dressed up for the fucking Oscars. Yeah. Yeah. Why, why, would, why would he do that? You show up and say, hey, everybody, I'm happy to get an Academy Award. Shabba da hoo hoo. Shabba da hoo Where's the swim? And he brings up, <laughs> and like he has like uh, David Spade and fucking, what's his face? Rob Schneider. Come up with him. They wheel out a basketball net. Yeah, they just play. That's his acceptance speech. He just shoots hoops. They play horse yeah. for the rest of the show. <laughs> the cast on this is interesting cast because Adam Sandler is questionable. Yeah. But there's a few people like Kevin Garnett's in this movie. Basketball player? Yeah. Mike Francesa is in this movie. The radio. Basketball player? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, Mike Fran- Francesa is from WFAN Radio. He it's like on on there for like five hours and oh. has bad sports takes. Oh, cool! <laughs> uh, like Keith Stanfeld from um, um, oh, the basketball Sorry. player. Yeah, the basketball player from yeah. Sorry to Bother You is in this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's there are people that I'm like, wow, that's either really interesting or that like I'm excited to see that person. Do you think Sandler's the one who got? You said it was Garnett who's in the movie, right? Yeah. Do you think he got him in there because he wanted a real challenge on the court? between takes <laughs> yeah okay garnett it's like let's see what Shot. you got buddy <laughs> i like the buddy that's a, yeah, that's his that's his shtick <laughs> but yeah you want to take a look at this yeah let's fucking do it up how you doing holly how's it going how's it going all right larry you're a jew again welcome back Gotta love that logo. Made it crazy the A24 logo. I also it sells a movie for me immediately. Already though, this looks like it's got such a good style with like the colors. Like it's already got like that neon like cosmic thing going on in the A24. But everything yeah. in the scene looks like it's got like a color grade to it already. Yeah, and it's like kind of like dingy. I don't know. I just know. It kind of does remind me of Good Time. Well, I'll tell you what I know. It's the yeah. fucking bet I ever heard of. See, that's Mike Francesa. I disagree. I disagree, Gary. Huh. It's got a Furby in it. I mean, come on, let's go. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be good. There's the Keith. You're taking my money all over town, placing bets. I'm having very serious second thoughts. Are you serious right now? I know I fucked up. I like how Howard, where's the money she asks right him directly, you're serious right now? Because I feel like that's going to be me the whole time I'm watching this movie. Late? Like... Adam Sandler, are you I'm serious done. right now? It means nothing. You're doing a good job? Yeah. Please. Give me another shot. You like to win, right? This is no different than that. Black Joe, power, nigga. This is my fucking way. 
You think I'm stupid, Howard? You and your whole fucking family. I heard you resurface your fucking swimming pool. I, you know how that makes me feel? Never resurface anything. Than my I don't life. know who said that. I told you about how things were going to go. You like the way things are going now? So weird seeing That's him be like family. intense, you know? Yes, it's it's really it weird, honestly. You having a good time? Yes. Good time. Yep. Good time. Little reference. It really does trick. look like that too, especially like that lighting that was in that scene. This is me. This is how I went. KJ, it's game night. You should be stretching out. What is it, your coach? Nah, you're just a fucking crazy ass Jew. Something Damn. That you could already kind of see about the way he's playing the character too is just this almost like disconnected cockiness of just like yeah like he just doesn't care if he's doing something wrong he's just it seems like he's going through and just hurting people not even just physically but just financially or financially he's just like it looks like he's just a pathological liar the way that like yeah he's, he's he looks manipulative yeah and it's yeah. it's weird it's like eerie just looking at adam sandler be like a real actor Cause it's it's weird though because like I mean obviously his old movies were were really good You're, yeah ha, you know Happy Gilmore Billy Madison stuff but there's a few movies where you can see him where like oh man he actually like he's got some acting chops Punch Drunk Love yeah like Click Click exactly uh, <laughs> Bedtime Stories Let's Go <laughs> yeah but no I mean I think and it, you know it's also weird when when the Safdie brothers did Good Time Robert Pattinson was kind of not really out of the Twilight funk yet. Like I feel yeah. like that's people were still pigeonholing him as like the Twilight people. People still do that, honestly. But yeah, it was kind of a random cast where it's like we're literally going to cast Robert Pattinson as the lead, and then one of the directors to play like I guess like the next main character in the movie. Yeah. Like almost nobody in this, and now it's like kind of the same thing where it's someone who I mean at least in my opinion, but I think that's kind of how the public feels about him. Sandler is he's kind of on the downswing right now. Yeah, this could be like a. You know, like a coming out party. I don't know. I don't know if that's the right word, coming out party, but like a revival for his career if it's good. Maybe, but then that means does he shift away from the goofy comedy stuff and just go to like a strict like real acting? I, I hope so. If he was, if they brought it to him, or if he sought this out in some way, like how? I want to know like the behind the curtain stuff about like how did this get across the happy madison desk you know what i mean like i have a feeling they went to him but then why, why i don't, I don't know that? man but i mean they they knew what they were doing with robert pattinson yeah that's the thing a lot of directors and writers and the safety brothers write and direct their movies when they write a movie most places or most people will write their movie with an actor in mind whether or not they get that actor or not Right. They write their movie with like, man, I'd really like this guy to, to do it. So, I mean, like, who's someone that is Adam Sandler? You know what I mean? Like, who were they? Yeah, who's... If they weren't going for Adam Sandler, who's the who person they were it? going for? Then they settled on Adam Sandler. Like, I <laughs> Bruce <feel> Willis. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. I, I have a feeling they were writing this with him in mind for whatever reason. Yeah, it's so weird. But I can't say anything bad about this trailer. As much as it is Adam Sandler, and I almost want to take a dookie on it like <laughs> i am way into what this this trailer is presenting us yeah i mean it looks stylized the safety realists have a track record of just doing you know films that are shot really well i, I also i kind of i mean i don't like that kind of music but I, the music in this trailer like really it fits, fits. Yeah. and i love all the like the neon and stuff like that 
I think it, I think it looks really cool. Yeah. Very different. Yeah, for sure. And it doesn't look like anything else that we've had this year. And it, it's like an original story, which is very fresh. Mm-hmm. So I really hope we get this by us. But when is this coming out? Is this going to be 2020 or is it going to qualify for 2019? No, this is 2019. Okay, because it's already shown some places, right? Um, Yeah, it's shown at some places. This has a Rotten Tomato score, I'm pretty sure. It's been happening a lot lately, but you know what? That's probably because now we're well, getting into Oscar season. Oscar season so... And the festival circuit has happened now. Right, so now like a lot of movies that aren't out yet have already shown to critics and stuff. So You want to know, uh, well, one... This is sitting at a 94%. Wow. Yeah. And it's got 48 reviews. So okay. it's not like a few few bozos are out there. No, there's, there's a good amount of people have, yeah. that have uh, watched this. The other thing that I wanted to say, A24, they're having just a year, man. Oh, they're having like a decade. Well, this year alone, we're getting The Lighthouse. We're getting Uncut Gems. And we've already had Midsummer, yep. The Souvenir, The Farewell, in the last black man in San Francisco, and there, those are all like in the mid '80s to high '90s. Yeah, like they don't put out anything rotten. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know if they've ever done a rotten movie. Oh, they did. I this might be rotten. I don't know. You watched what was it? The Silver Lake or oh, Under the Silver Under Lake. the Silver Lake? You watched that one. I don't know what yeah, that's I at. I didn't like that one. There's a few other ones they did this year, but those are like the big ones. So yeah, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah like anytime I see that logo. I get excited. Dude, by next year, we got to get like the legit creds so that we can actually go to these film festivals and see this shit early. Yeah, I would love to do that. How sick would that be? That'd be really sick. We go to cons. Go to Con. cons. Is it? It's can. It's can. Cans. Can. It's canes. It's can. It's canes. Well, that's not how you pronounce it. It's canes. <laughs> canes. Can eyes, can eyes get into your festival, <laughs> <laughs> sir? Well, all right. You got anything else for this trailer? No, I I'm really excited for it. I'm hoping that it, it comes out when it's supposed to, and we're not gonna have to wait like we are for the lighthouse. Apparently, yeah. Well, when was the lighthouse supposed to come out? The lighthouse was supposed to come out next week. Oh, well, usually for us, it it hits our theater two weeks after its okay. in, initial release. Hopefully, that's that's been the trend. That was the same thing with Midsummer, yeah, and High Life. Honestly, though, I would. Oh, it, High Life is another one from this yep. year. Yeah, I even say High Life. Yeah, honestly, though, if this was your like 2019 male leading actors nominees, I'd be like totally into it. If it was Taron Egerton for Rocket Man, yep, Joaquin Phoenix for Joker. Leonardo DiCaprio for Hollywood. Yeah. Daniel Kaluuya for Queen and Slim. Okay. And Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. What a weird batch. batch. But but I love all those that well, Adam Sandler, I like his old stuff and stuff. But like right. I feel like that's just like it's just weird having him there. All right. Well, let's get the fuck out of this trailer park and get into basically another trailer park. Because <laughs> we're going to Albuquerque. <laughs> no offense to any listeners in Albuquerque. But yeah. ABQ? <laughs> ABQ? I don't even know if that's like a thing. Where... I don't know, but I like that. Yeah. ABQ! <laughs> so I want to ask you this first. Ask me something first. I'm going to ask you this and first. Foremost. And foremost, I will ask you this first. Hit it. Are we canceling the pod now? <laughs> Just yeah. for that stupid shit. Um, <laughs> it's not any dumber than our hunk of chunko or whatever the fuck we were talking about. <laughs> that was dumb. Last week <laughs> or two weeks ago. What, what's your relationship with Breaking Bad? So, actually, 
I have seen the entire series. Okay. But it took me three times to get started with it. Oh, really? I would. I watched the first season, or I watched like the first time I sat down to try to attempt it. I watched the first three episodes, and I was like, I can't do this. Really? I was just not. I just wasn't getting into it. It was just like there's something about it just wasn't grabbing me. Then I was like, no, everybody tells me it's good. And at this point, it had already been out for like three seasons, maybe. Yeah. So I was like, no, everybody tells me it's good. Let me give it another shot. So then I sat down and I watched the entire first season. And then I didn't watch anything after it. (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) Almost not even out of being like, oh, I can't do it again. Or just, I was just like going into doing other things instead of watching like TV and stuff. So I abandoned it. Then by the time they were really like in the middle of the original release of the last season, I was like, well, now I have to actually watch this show. So then I, I finally was able to watch it and then I caught the last season and then I actually finished the whole thing. Okay. Finally. And I, at, by the end of it, I was like, why the fuck did I not watch this whole thing? Like, this is so good. I don't know why I couldn't get out of the first season. It just wasn't doing it. But I, I meet a lot of people who do the same thing. Cause same thing with Megan, like she's seen most of the first season and she just never got out of it. She can't get past it. Damn. That makes me upset. Right. I'm, I'm, she wants to watch it now. So I actually, <laughs> I got home the other night uh, when it dropped this, this past Friday and I was like, just hanging out, whatever. And she's like, yeah, I'm kind of tired. I think I'm going to go lay down. And I was like, okay. She was like, are you going to come to bed? I'm like, no, I'm going to watch something. She's like, oh, what are you going to watch? I'm like, I'm going to watch El Camino. It's the Breaking Bad movie. She's like, oh, that's cool. She's like, I got to finish the season. I'm like, yeah, I know. That's why I'm kicking you out so I can watch it. Please go to bed. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I know you're not going to understand the context of the movie if you haven't seen literally any of the show. Like, yeah, because it does. It picks up like immediately after the end of the mm-hmm. last episode, which which I guess that's a good time to just say this. If you haven't watched Breaking Bad, we're probably going to get into some Breaking Bad spoilers. Also, but, if like, you but, haven't watched Breaking Bad, don't watch El Camino. Yeah, yeah. That that is something that is kind of a little bit of a complaint in this movie for me, but okay. it's not so much a complaint. It's just that this movie almost doesn't even function to the point where you can understand it if you haven't watched Breaking Bad. Oh no, you couldn't. I don't. I don't think that you could watch this movie if you haven't watched Breaking Bad. Yeah, and granted, you know, why are you watching the movie if you haven't watched Breaking Bad? Like, right. So I get that. But yeah, this it almost feels more like an extended episode than an actual movie in some ways because of how reliant it is on you actually watching all five you know previous seasons. Yeah, that is pretty much what happened though. Yeah. That's like exactly what went down cuz um what's uh what's the creator's name? Something Vince uh Gillian or Vince Gilligan. I think like Netflix asked him if he wanted to do another season. He said, no, I'll do one more episode basically. Mm-hmm. And then he made it into a movie. For yeah. Them. Okay. Well that, that makes a lot more sense. I was going to say with breaking bad, I didn't watch it on its like original, like release. I didn't watch it when it was coming out, but then actually when I was in school, when I was taking like storyboarding and stuff like that, they used a lot of breaking bad on it. Like basically like, this is how you frame a scene. Like, Breaking Bad, you know, when I was taught in school, people consider it one of the best shows ever made. 
Yeah, I mean, in terms it, of its craft and stuff like and that, and it won like a ton of Emmys. Yeah, too. I mean, like, its whole run, it was just sweeping up. They they used a lot of things where it's like, this is how you frame a scene. This is how you uh, like build tension in a moment. And I mean, there's a lot of amazing moments in Breaking Bad where they're just, you know, you're on the edge of your seat. Oh, dude, did you watch the recap before watching the movie? I kind of like I had it on. I didn't really watch it too much though. <laughs> I, just... I watched it because the last time, like when I finished Breaking Bad, it was probably like four years ago, five years ago maybe. So I did need a refresher. Man, mm-hmm. those recaps on Netflix are fucking gem. Yeah, they're an uncut gem. <laughs> but it was going through, and I was just like, oh man, I forgot that that happened. And I was watch, and I was like. Oh, yeah, I remember how depressing the show is now. I totally forgot how fucked up some things in the show are. There's some things that were, like, really fucked up. Dark. Yeah, real dark. Dark. Like, intentionally harming children. Yeah. You want to just start getting into it now? Sure. Well, you, I'm, I'm assuming you've watched the whole series. Yeah, yeah, right? I've watched yeah. the whole show. It's honestly like, did you watch it when it was coming out? Like, were no, you that's, a fan? That's what I was its... just saying. Like, I, I only watched it once we started studying it because they, oh, okay. like, spoil it for Breaking Bad. The first thing I ever saw of Breaking Bad was that scene where the two, like, um, assassins come after Hank in the parking lot. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I was like, okay, if we're going to be watching, like, because that was really good. If I'm going to be watching this, I better I better watch this. Otherwise, yeah. something like major is going to get spoiled for me. And that was kind of a big spoiler. That's a big moment in the show. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, I once I started learning about it, I watched the whole thing and I, I loved it because the whole thing was on Netflix at the time. Also, yeah. like the one thing that's great about Breaking Bad is they don't commit the crime that a lot of shows do where they're like, we're making money like The Walking Dead. Like, we're making money. Yeah. People like this. We can do we 100 can, can seasons. Do, yeah, exactly. Let's just keep going. Like uh, they kept it's like 5 seasons. It's that's 5 it, seasons right? and like it's tight. Like it never drops in quality. And I, think- I know. I was thinking the same thing. I thought I was crazy for a minute. I was like, "No, there must have been a, a season where it, like it just gets shitty and you're like, "Yeah, this is kind of a lull." Like that's how Weeds was for me. I don't know if you ever watched that show, but no. it's the same creator who did Orange is the New Black, but it was earlier than that. I really liked Weeds, but there's like two seasons in the middle where you're just like, this is like a real lull. Like nothing really happens. Yeah. And like the season ends and they were at the same place that they were at the beginning of the season. Like it's just pointless. You could totally erase it and it wouldn't be consequential. But then I was trying to think about it like Breaking Bad. I'm like, well, what happened in season four? Well, that was this. I'm like, every season fucking crushed. Like it's so cool. Like. That's I think they they knew they're like we're we're gonna end it before it gets old we're like yeah. that's the thing like and I remember like when playing in bands and stuff like that we we talk about like you know with albums or like your set and stuff it's like always leave people wanting more you don't want to like play like an hour long set and have people be bored out of their mind for the last twenty minutes or something like that you know yeah exactly so like I I love how it never got old and and yeah like it, everything wrapped up almost perfectly the only thing that was left loose really was Jesse Pinkman. Yeah, his character because, you know, obviously they closed the story arc with Walter White. They closed it with Mike. They did Better Call Saul for Saul. There was a lot of like miniseries, but the only thing that like the last thing you see of Jesse is him just driving, driving off, off in the car, and and you have to just assume like, okay, I guess he get got away. Like, and yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't think I wanted a Breaking Bad movie, but now after watching this, I'm like. That was cool. Like I, I, I'm glad we got this because yeah, it was, because it was very nice. You now you actually have closure to that character. So yeah, that's awesome. We'll just go through the the quick shit real quick. Vince Gilligan came back. He he wrote and directed this. And again, I think that this was something where it was just like 
he this is the last thing that needed to be told for his story to be complete. That's kind of how I felt like that's yeah. the, that was the one loose end. And he came back and like they just like I said, it, it, it just felt like more like an extension of an episode. It could it's have done kind of, one it's more kind of like a Breaking Bad epilogue. Yeah, it's just uh, an an extra attachment. Like it's the expansion pack for Breaking Bad. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's the DLC. The DLC. <laughs> Aaron Paul comes back. He's playing Jesse. Dude, I think this is the best Aaron Paul's ever been. Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah, he. I want to see him in more movies. It's crazy because he's really not in anything. I was looking at it and like lately, yeah. all he does is like BoJack Horseman, and he was in Central Intelligence barely with The Rock, and okay. uh, which is like five years ago. And then he was in like a Final Fantasy 15 movie that I didn't even know existed. Weird. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, I guess he doesn't. He's probably just living off of Breaking Bad money. Probably, yeah. It's weird because he's so good. I'm surprised that he's not, and he's not like he's not like a weird looking dude where you have to typecast him for like a role or something like yeah. that. Like he's he looks like a normal guy. Like I'm surprised he's not in a lot more. Yeah, and you can you can see that he can play into like that. He still looks fairly young too. Yeah, like he can play probably ten years younger than he actually is. Yeah, I think he could. They they make him look a little bit older in this, but that, I think that's a lot of like the scars and the hair and stuff like that. Like, right. He's somebody who I feel like you throw him in an A twenty four movie and you got gold. I yeah I would agree put him with that. next to Robert Pattinson. Mm-hmm. That'd be really cool. Yeah, that would be really cool because they both have like that kind of thing going for them now of being like pretty boys, but like who were rough, mm-hmm. rough around the edges. <laughs> it's like a Zac Efron thing now too, kind of. <laughs> I guess, but I feel like Zac Efron still has a little bit of that like Disney stank on him. Yeah, I just I always think of like. Now he's showing up in all like the Seth Rogen stuff. Like remember, remember him in yeah. the Disaster Artist. <laughs> His first line in the Disaster Artist is "cocksucking piece of shit" because <laughs> he's playing the he's playing. Where's my fucking money, Denny? Yeah, <laughs> he's just oh my god, this guy's a monster. <laughs> but yeah, they they bring back a lot of characters. So I mean, either in oh, flashback like or whatever. Immediately, yeah. Like I was just like, oh my god, I can't believe that like, yeah, they're like, in this. Jonathan Banks is back. He plays Mike. Yeah, Badger. You get bad. I, I was happy that you got Badger because I need more Bam Margera in my life. <laughs> not, doesn't, doesn't he look like Bam? He does. He does. <laughs> and now he—that's the second time we talked about that actor too on this show because he was in, he's in Brightburn yeah, this year. Matt Jones is in Brightburn, and Charles Baker he plays Skinny Pete. Uh, he's yeah. back in this. I looked up things that he had been in also because I was curious. Have you ever seen the Neon Demon? That was like the no. one thing that I was like, oh yeah, he was in that. Okay. You might like that. It's a really weird movie, but Keanu's in it, and okay. it's a kind of a weird role for Keanu because Keanu plays basically just like a huge motel owner scumbag in it. Nice, but yeah, it's honestly it's one of the weirdest movies you'll ever see. It actually does sound fun, but yeah. And then you've got uh, Brian Cranston coming back. He he comes in as Walter White for like for one, a, hot, yeah, for a hot, hot second, and probably in the way that I wanted him used if he was going to be in it. Maybe not the way that some people wanted him used. Yeah, but. they might have wanted to see a little bit more, but... Well, there's, I, there's some people that are, like, in denial, and they're like, no, Walter White's eyes never closed when he died. He's oh, still alive. I, yeah, I and know I'm like, all those fan on. theories. Like, he didn't really die. I'm like, okay, he died. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think they were very clear about that at the end of the final episode, that yeah. he was dead. It's, like, the only way he's, his story should have ended. Yeah. You don't you don't put that poor old man in jail. He's sick and stuff. Yeah. You just kill him. Mm-hmm. Kill that motherfucker dead. <laughs> I was like, no. Yeah, but yeah. Well, uh, before we get off the actors, I do want to mention because Robert Forster comes back, and he was in the he was in the series too, mm-hmm. and he's the guy at the, the who runs the vacuum shop. 
sad news that he died the day that El Camino dropped on Netflix. Yeah. So it, it, it came out October 11th, and that's and he passed away the same day. So R.I.P. Really yeah. yeah R.I.P. to him. Like that's such unfortunate timing too to like just have like a movie drop and it's something that has like a lot of buzz about it because it's a show that people love and people were excited for this movie to come and then you don't you know you know i don't know if you saw it or not but still yeah i I understand what you're saying yeah so you know rest in rest in peace to that fella but i don't know what do you what do you want to start with it i mean i guess this is this is tough because generally i take notes but because i was in the comfort of my own home i didn't even think twice about grabbing my notebook because i only bring it i like leave it in my car because i always bring it to the movies yeah so i don't have any notes on this per se i just have kind of like my raw feelings and just stuff i like stuff i didn't like about it i mean there's not i'll i'll start by saying this there's not a lot i didn't like about this yeah and good place i think to jump off as soon as this started going, it brought back so many memories, not just of things that happened in Breaking Bad, but like I felt like I was back in it because it looks and sounds and feels exactly like the show mm-hmm. did. I mean, it, it makes sense. It's the same cinematographer, same director, same writer. Yeah, it's like all the same people. So there was just something so cool because like, especially being years removed from the end of the series, like it might not it, be the easiest thing to completely recreate that atmosphere put you right back in the world yeah what, yeah and i i was so fucking kudos to them for that because i was amazed that like it starts and i'm literally just immediately teleported right back to however many years ago when i was watching it happen the first time yeah and that's not an easy thing to do yeah no not at all yeah so i i felt the same way and it's been a while since i've watched breaking it's bad been a while it's been a while since i watched breaking bad it was on uh maybe like six months ago or something, but it was just like one of my brothers put it on and I walked downstairs and they were kind of watching. I was like, oh man, this show's so good. But that was like, yeah. it, you know, I don't think I, I never felt like I needed this, but now after seeing it, I'm glad we have it. And yeah, it it's crazy because like it gives Jesse the story arc that you, I think you wanted and like the, the closure that you wanted for that character. Yeah. But even in the movie, I think they did a great job of like giving you an arc to his character in the movie by itself too. Yeah, for sure. Because here's the thing. Again, we're getting into spoilers. Jesse's never been like a cold-blooded killer character. No. He's killed people in the show. I think the actual total, I think he's killed three people out of the whole show. But like a lot of them are like he's basically forced to do it out of self-defense or he's literally being forced to otherwise someone's going to kill him type thing. Right. Or kill uh, his girlfriend or I guess ex-girlfriend because she did. Yeah. Um, her son. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So dude, the show's so fucked up. <laughs> yeah so, and the movie doesn't make any of it easier no like it, it but that's something that's cool is that uh, at the end of the or not the end of the show but in like that final season if again spoilers for the show and this movie but basically like walter sells out jesse to this other this other guy yeah because jesse is like you know fucked over walter so many times or whatever there's just trust issues there so he kind of like disappears for a while because he becomes like a slave to these other fucking these other guys who were literally a slave though. Yeah, like chained to a fucking steel beam and forced to cook crystal meth for them. Yeah. Even though they were supposed to kill him for Walter. That was like the that was the whole conflict at the end of the of the final season. Yeah. Was that like he gave Pinkman to them 
so that they can kill him for him, and then he didn't have to do it. But then instead, they were just like, no, you're going to cook the blue meth for us because yeah. it's like the best shit in the world. <laughs> so, so this movie does a lot of flashbacks to kind of show you what he was going through. But I like the way they did it with the flashbacks served a purpose. Like, Yeah, because all the flashbacks lead to something later on in the movie. Right, and, and it relates to Jesse having having to access his memories to either find something or or find someone because the whole plot of the movie is he just wants to get away from Albuquerque and like everything that had happened and he wants to leave behind. Yeah. And there's like a really good like quotable line. So Jesse's talking to Mike and they're standing there and they're just they're just being very like introspective and I think uh either Mike asks Jesse or Jesse's like, "Oh, do you think we can get away from all of this?" And uh, Mike's like, yeah, well, where would you go? And Jesse says Alaska, which comes around to the end. Mm-hmm. He's like, start over, start fresh. And Mike says, like, yeah, you could do that. And Jesse says he wants to put things put things right. And Mike says, no, sorry, kid. That's the one thing you can never do. And that line in the beginning of the movie really sets up the journey he has to go on because the movie's not about him going back and making amends. It's literally about him just accepting that He'll he'll never make things right, and he just has to move on. Yeah, to if he ever wants to like survive, really. Do you, do you think? Uh, see, there was this. I wasn't sure if he was just saying things just to appease his parents and get them out of the house or whatever. But like that part where he calls his parents and he's basically like, "You you guys were great. It's all on me." Do you think that yeah. was that was truthful? I think so. Yeah, I think he felt that. I and I think he does a really good job showing his emotion in like all those moments he dude the emotion the range that he shows throughout this whole thing is incredible yeah like and like, even when um when the quote-unquote police officers are sur- searching the apartment and he's hiding and he's like i'm i'm not a cop killer mm-hmm. and like what you would think you would see when he's pointing a gun at somebody and basically threatening them you would think you would see like this sort of like anger or angst which is what he used to show in the series, mm-hmm. but in this, it's straight up fear. Like he looks like a like a like a tortured dog or something. Like he, which makes sense because he literally just escaped in the timeline of the movie to the show. Mm-hmm. He had only escaped from captivity like a day days, two, yeah. yeah, like days before. So he's really approaching everything and everybody like a wounded animal. Yeah. And he he plays it as such only until like way later in the movie where he really starts to take shit over. Again. Yeah. Well, what's the line that his his girlfriend in another flashback says to him? And it's basically just kind of like you can either like take control of your life or you can basically go with like oh, yeah. the flow like, of the universe, with, whatever. Yeah, yeah, I've been going following the flow of the universe my whole life, and all it's done is fuck me up. It's like sometimes you just gotta you just gotta take control for yourself. Yeah. And that's kind of that's kind of that plays into the end because i think throughout the whole movie and in the show they like i said they established that he's not a killer like he doesn't really want to kill people it's always yeah. out of necessity or whatever that, that he's done that and then at the end that's kind of him basically like this is what i have to do if i want to like get out of here yeah and if you think about it too in the in the series and everything he's always gone with the flow because he just followed walter and then even when he like quote unquote tried to like go out on his own he was still falling under somebody else's umbrella to survive. Like he, he was never self-sufficient throughout the entire series. Like he always had to be under someone's wing to survive. And it's just like how he survived 
the game for so long, you know? Mm-hmm. So this, you actually see him like there is nobody else to go under. So like he just has to, he just has to get the fuck out. There's a lot of good moments from everybody. Like when, when his, when Skinny, Skinny Pete, right, mm-hmm. and Badger like help him out, and like they do the whole car swap thing and everything. Like that scene is really good, and everybody really delivers in that, not just him. Yeah, I thought honestly, I thought everyone that was in this was great. Yeah. I don't, as far as the acting goes, there's, there's not really that I'm, I can really complain about. Yeah. Honestly, in general, there's not a lot that I complain about with this movie. Yeah. I don't know if you had much. The one thing that, like, for me, that, like, bothered me a little bit throughout the course of the movie was it just felt like it was, like, one thing right after another after another. And it seemed like it was, like, I almost wish this was a miniseries because I think so much happens in this that over the course of two hours, it almost feels, like, oversaturated. Like, it's a little too far-fetched. Yeah. And then especially because like the last thing of the movie is like a western showdown like 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 type yeah, thing. Yeah, it really is. It, it it felt a little that felt too theatrical for me where I was kind of like, uh, I don't know how I'm feeling about this. Like I feel like you could have done the same thing just not have it be like a we're going to count to 3 and then pull out our revolvers type thing like. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know cuz that makes me think back to the show and it's like I don't there's never been anything quite like that, but there are like a lot of showdowns on the show if you think about it. There's like a lot of times where there's like a, some sort of standoff or something. So, it's not too outside of the realm of Breaking Bad, but yes, it, everything does kind of just hit one after another after another after another. It kind of makes sense in the context. I think the way that they framed it where police are on the on the hunt for him and everything and he's just got to get out of town like that does put a timer on him that would mm-hmm. force his hand to move things along quicker than maybe you would normally do things yeah so i don't know i i, I think i was kind of okay with that really for me uh, i think that there were some things about when i was watching it that as i was watching it i was almost feeling like I really wish I had rewatched the series sooner leading up to seeing it. Yeah. I don't think the recap told me enough. And then like, there is a lot of assumed knowledge in this where, oh, for sure. Where like, if you miss big chunks of the show, then you're going to miss parts of this movie. Mm-hmm. So afterwards, I, I, as much as like, I enjoyed the viewing experience, I was like, I need to rewatch breaking bad and then watch this again. Yeah. Like <laughs> right after watching that whole series, just because I, I just feel like some things they should have done a little bit more work on, uh, on kind of tying back in. Cause I feel like this movie wasn't very long. No, it's, it's two hours. It was a, lean two hours and yeah. i mean i think that's including the credits yeah i think it does a great job of tying everything together because for me the only loose end was really just jesse's story i yeah. think oh, i think not with tying it together i'm saying like i think it relied too heavily on tying back into the show that because there were things i forgot oh, from I the show yeah i for i didn't realize what was going on in the mm-hmm. movie yeah well, that's what I said at the beginning. If if you haven't yeah. seen Breaking Bad or you don't remember it, then this isn't going to really hit you as hard. Right. Because as good as I think this is and, you know, I like I said, it wasn't really this wasn't something that I wanted, but I'm obviously happy with it. Yeah. I almost wish that we had a guest on who had not watched Breaking Bad but then saw <laughs> this. Cuz it does beg the question of can this stand up by itself without the pr- I don't think it can. Knowledge? I don't think it can. Right? Uh, that that's like the thing is, and it's I've kind of felt this way a little bit about Stranger Things recently, 
Yeah. Where it's like you're getting by a little bit with this movie, and I think a little bit with like Stranger Things because of how much you like the characters from previous seasons or you know previous installments or whatever. Right. Like with Breaking Bad, if you didn't know these characters before, I don't think there's enough here in this movie to really enjoy it that much. Yeah. Like besides the fact that you wouldn't even know what the fuck's going on, like a lot of like Jesse's story and stuff comes from previous knowledge. So it's not like, it's almost like the Avengers effect where you don't need to fully realize a character because you've already done it in five previous seasons or right, 20 you something. Or, you know what I mean? So many hours doing it. Yeah. That you don't, you don't take the time to do it here. Yeah. That's kind of how I feel with stranger things is like, I yeah. think the newest season's a little weak, but everyone loves it because they love the characters from the you know pre- right. previous seasons. There's, there's built in empathy for a lot of the characters just because we've, spent more time with them outside of the context of what we're watching currently yeah so yeah i i definitely i definitely see that in there too well that's why i said i'm like i feel like it's just an extended episode really yeah i mean, it, I mean it is it's it called is. el camino a breaking bad movie but i, I feel like it should have been like a breaking bad extended episode <laughs> yeah a special event yeah i mean kind of honestly i'm pretty sure there were two hour like season finales and stuff because like Plenty of shows have done like um, there may have been one or two episodes towards the end that that was like there a, were two hours long because yeah. I know because it's an AMC show right uh, it might be yeah or yeah I think Is it, it was AMC? Walking th- Dead was AMC I think then I think it was because I think they had Walking Dead Mad Men what's well, uh, uh Sons of Anarchy it's Sons of Anarchy is the one that I'm thinking of that I know for fact. They had season finales or season premieres that were two hours long because I'd be watching it. I'd be like, this is a fucking movie. How are you going to do 13 episodes this season when your first episode is literally a movie? Like, I mean, granted, with commercial breaks, it's not really two hours. It's like a whatever hour and 40 minutes or something like that. But still, like, it's it's insane for a TV series to do that and Mm -hmm. then still put out hour long episodes every week after. Yeah. I really hope though that Vince Gilligan, because like this is kind of his like baby, like yeah. everything that like him and Marshall Adams, who's the cinematographer on it, they've all basically done the same stuff, and a lot of their entire career revolves around Breaking Bad. It's like for sure, it's like the Breaking Bad like mini series that they did. There was a few smaller episodes, then the actual show, Better Call Saul. This they helped write the like. There's a Colombian version of Breaking Bad, just retelling the American version of the story. Oh, really? Yeah, where he, where his name isn't Walter White, it's Walter Blanco. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. awesome! Yeah, I so, really want to watch that. Like they helped with that. So like, I mean, very few people do cinematography like them. Very few people do tension and like world building like the way they do. It would be nice for them to start getting more into like some like movies now or like even just another TV show because. I feel like right now they're like really holed up in their their comfort zone almost. Yeah, and they're they they're so good. Yeah. Have you watched any of Better Call Saul? I've watched a little bit. I'm not caught up. My brother is caught up though. I think, and he really likes it. See, I haven't watched any of it, but everybody who I know who has watched it says it's it's really good mm-hmm. and it's like a perfect side piece to Breaking Bad. So yeah. I'm like, I probably should watch it because I liked Breaking Bad. Just for some reason, I just never got around to Better Call Saul. Mm-hmm. For me, it's just the TV show thing. <laughs> I don't watch enough TV shows. Yeah. So. Well, I'm trying to smoke your ass in movies, so I tried to watch Better Call Saul when it came out. Like, I remember I actually most of the time when shows come out, I watch the episodes like either on demand, like the next day or something like that, yeah. or I'll just wait until it's out on Netflix or something and just binge the whole thing. Right. I was actually trying to watch the episodes at the time that they aired. Like, that's, it's that's, so hard. It's, to do it's that. hard to do that though. So you have to like. You have to always be home 
this at that same time on the same day every week and yeah. just it's just unrealistic in this day and age. Yeah. I mean, with my hockey schedule, playing on multiple teams, I have no idea when the fuck the games are going to be. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like I have no control over that. You take them when you get them. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I don't have a ton of notes about this because like really, I I overall like really enjoyed watching this because of, of like what we mentioned, like it puts you right back into breaking bad and like it puts you back into that world so like it's another thing where like the movie itself doesn't do any real world building because it doesn't have to because they Mm -hmm. literally spent five seasons doing it for you so so i mean it's really hard to judge this as a standalone movie because it is just an extension of the series yeah so yeah, this is this is a weird for all the Netflix movies to come out this year. It's funny that we would do an episode for this one when it probably feels the least like a, a movie. movie. I would agree with that too. <laughs> I thought I thought the same thing, but but at least it like I mean it has buzz. Well, I was going to say people wanted to see it. Leading up to this, when I was watching it, I was surprised how much it felt like the show. Yeah, and I, it's weird to say that like tonally cinematography all that stuff i expected to be in it it's just the actual story and the way like it just felt so much like an extension of the show yeah whereas i thought it was going to be a little bit more of like a feel feel more like a movie a little bit more cinematic or something or just be a little bit but that's hard to do because the show in itself already feels super cinematic yeah it, it was always shot beautifully and there was always just there's a lot going on in there besides just the depth in the characters and the story. Like, yeah. the production value is always top notch. Mm-hmm. So it's really like how how could you elevate it to a level that would make it feel more cinematic than yeah. what it was? You know? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't have the answer to that unless you just actually went off and did different characters or something like that. Like some sort of side uh, or not even side characters, like a spinoff, but just like another, you know, other people in that same world or mm-hmm. something. Like, yeah, I don't know. You know what I think also it's that it's the fact that this starts right when the show ended. Yeah, it I, th- just I think that picks also up and lends keeps to going. It. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I really liked it. Again, I that's really my biggest my two biggest complaints are I, I just thought that it was a little bit theatrical at times. And then yeah, it, it feels more like an extension of a TV show, but as far as like what you're given, if you're a breaking bad fan, I think you're gonna love it. Yeah, for sure. I don't think you could have really asked for more, honestly. I don't think there was a demand for it. Yeah. Unless you were like, I really need to know what happens to Jesse because you could have assumed like Jesse got away. Like he's the one character in the show that you're really rooting for, I think. Right. You feel really he you probably feel the worst for him out of anybody else. Yeah. And then, for a while you would really feel bad for uh for Walter's wife, Skylar, my yeah. name. <laughs> and uh I was gonna be her for Halloween one year. Really? So I'd be like, Who are you supposed to be? I'd be like, I'm Skylar. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> But uh, but even her, like as the series goes on, you just you kind of hate her. Yeah, like I fucking hate her character. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just the uh, only two characters that I feel like you actually like are Jesse and Walter Jr. <laughs> yeah, like... that's really it. So like the only ones who have like redeeming qualities yeah. to them. Because even as you know, as fucked up as a lot of Jesse's history is in terms of things he's done, he's also been such a victim through so much of it and he's been manipulated by so many people and like he suffers the most loss throughout like pretty much any girl he falls in love with dies Dies. (laughs) like it's brutal man so i think this feels very like cathartic to like see him finally win one 
because yeah. throughout the whole series he never won anything. And I think I think they did a good enough job in the season finale, kind of giving that feeling of victory with him driving off and just like laughing but crying and but just like mm-hmm. kind of getting away. But this really does put a just a neater bow on the entire thing, and yeah. it's like. Did you need this for the show to feel complete? No, but now that you have it, it's just like an extra, it's an extra piece of cake. Yeah. Also, you know, if for whatever reason you haven't watched this yet and you're listening to it, or if you just really loved it and you want to see it again, Alamo Drafthouse is playing it in their theaters. Really? Yeah, in 4K, which is really cool. That's that's pretty rad. Yeah. It's all coming back around from mm-hmm. our banter from the beginning all the way to the end of the review. It's exactly. fucking exactly. sweet. Yeah. We're professionals. <laughs> you fucking swampies don't deserve our skill. I know, I know. We are playing on a different level. <laughs> well, do you want to get into some... Now, this is weird because it's a Netflix movie. Does this have Tomato Tomato? Oh, it's got Tomato Tomato, baby. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> it's got Tomato Tomato. I'm not doing the box office thing right, because... They're, like. They're, this yeah. movie just made zero dollars. <laughs> what a fucking flop. <laughs> or you count every single Netflix subscription for that month of its release. Oh, you could do it that way. Probably be the highest grossing movie of all time. <laughs> so, Tomato. Yep. The critics are bringing in at a 94%. Wow. Yeah. Stoked on it. Yeah, they're stoked on it. They love it. Everyone's just screaming. They're all shooting up. Ah! <laughs> yeah. The meth is blue. <laughs> uh, tomato, the audience, bringing it in at an 84. Okay, so the audience less hyped on it. Now, I wonder about this because kind of like what we're talking about already with it being such an extension of the show. Do you think that the audience grade is impacted by the fact that a lot of Netflix users might be younger who weren't really paying attention during its original run. So like they didn't have that hype behind Breaking Bad. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, sometimes catching a show years removed, like when it was coming out, it was all the buzz. Like it's all anyone can talk about. Oh my God, did you see last week's episode of Breaking Bad and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Same thing with like Game of Thrones now. So do you think that maybe a younger audience, this doesn't connect as well because they don't have the same attachment to the show? Uh, Maybe. And maybe like critics are generally of our age or even older. So they, they might've had more of a connection to Breaking Bad when it was originally released. Maybe. I think for me, and I said it earlier, I think this would have done well if it was a little bit longer. Yeah. Because I feel like it is a lot of just events happening really quickly and like nothing goes smoothly for him. So it feels, it feels like you're watching a movie or like, you know, it feels like you're watching something that was written, not organically happening at times. Yeah. That's honestly probably like my biggest issue with the whole script and everything. Maybe well, that's you, why. Do you think the dumb, dumb audiences are actually putting that much thought into it because we've read audience reviews before and we know that they never go that deep walter white is dead what the fuck i wanted to see more walter you know the dead guy walter hey walter walter you're a fish walter it's just all of the audience scores just sylvester stallone now, that's my impression of mike hey walter. walter that actually does sound like mike too yeah. walter I mean, but, for whatever reason, I said, well, I'm a fish, Walter. I'm a fish. Walter, I'm a fish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fish. <laughs> you should see my new movie, Rambo. 
last blood. I run <laughs> off into the sunset. Oh, God, I fucking hate that movie. But to answer your question, I'm going tomato. You're going tomato? Yeah. What's your letter grade? I gave it the Fonzie. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a second, and when I heard it, I was like, click. Yeah. I gave it an A. All right, I'm going tomato, and I gave wow. it a B. Wow, really? Yeah. A B? Did it... What brought it down that much for you? Because here's my thing. Like, the only thing that really subtracted from me is that it did just feel like a long episode. Yeah. I mean, that's... But I like that. Like, I liked what it gave me. Like, it brought me right back to where the show was. Like, I felt like the style was on point for it. Like, I was worried that it being so far removed that it wouldn't feel connected in any way to it with the exception of, like, these are the characters and, like, whatever. I also didn't know the plot of the movie going into it. Mm -hmm. So the fact that it starts off and I feel like I'm back there, I remember these characters, I, I care for these characters. Now, admittedly, it's not because the movie did anything to make that happen. It's because of the show. But, like, the fact that, like, it immediately brought me back and, you know, it's two hours, but it's tight and it just keeps moving. Like, I had a really good time watching this. Like, I couldn't find anything to really complain about with the exception of that it really does just feel like a long episode. Yeah. For me, I mean, I think my biggest complaint is what I just said with how it just felt theatrical throughout. Yeah. I would have liked it to have been longer. So that's that's a complaint. It, it does feel a lot like just like a TV show. And then just taking it as, like, a... Film, I don't know if it's really effective if you are not really a Breaking Bad fan. Like I, yeah. I think, I think they hit their mark with what they wanted it to be, and if you're a Breaking Bad fan, you'll you'll be you know happy with it. For me to give it like an A, like I've only given movies that are like really fucking amazing A's this year. So yeah, like, you are stingier. So with your so for me, I'm kind of like taking it at as what it is, like. It's a really good movie for a Breaking Bad fan, but if you're not, I don't know if I can really recommend it. Yeah. See, I just graded it as my enjoyment of it. I took no consideration into other <laughs> schmucks who haven't watched Breaking Bad. But like, I totally agree. Like, if you go into this having not watched Breaking Bad, you probably won't enjoy this movie. Near, definitely not nearly a as B's much. It's not a bad grade, though. It's not a bad grade. But uh, this is actually like the furthest our grades have been from each other in like months. Yeah. You're like, like usually we're either dead on. Like I think Joker, we had the same grade. Same right? grade, we and then like a plus. <laughs> and then for the last like three weeks, we've either been like dead on or like one like like a like B a minus or, or a minus. plus off. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, this is. This is exciting. This is the most different. We were wow. one full letter grade off. Mm-hmm. Damn. Hey, <laughs> I'm, I'm doing the that. thumbs too. Just I'm giving it the Fonz and then what? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and you're giving it the Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, I'm giving it the B. B. It's a B, B movie. movie. <laughs> <laughs> See, the thing is, it's, you it's like really jazz? good, but it's like a B movie. But yeah. <laughs> Have you seen the You Like Jazz thing from that movie? No. Just the clip that went viral, basically. I guess he says you like jazz in that movie because you like jazz. <laughs> That's it. That's a line from the B movie. <laughs> uh, Logan, uh, Logan was watching that movie a lot, and I would just like leave the room. And be it's, like, it's weird. It's so, like the B movie is basically a courthouse drama. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> well, why isn't it the whole thing where he goes to, like the court and like? I don't know. Oh yeah, like I think the whole like third act of that, he's in like a courtroom, like basically telling like humans like, hey, fuck off. <laughs> leave us alone yeah we don't mean to hurt you but yeah man this is you know what for me a, a netflix movie that we gave a good grade like 
What a treat, man. For real. <laughs> like, there's not been a lot of good Netflix. The ratio of even decent to good Netflix movies versus total dog shit, like, there's no, like, middle grade on the spectrum of Netflix movies. It's either, like, good or it's full-blown shit. Yeah. Like, horrible it's hard for us because we're going to do our full list of all the movies that we watch this year and rank them. But I think what we're leaning on is when we do the actual episode, we're only going to rank our top 10 and bottom 10 of theatricals because yes. when we do our actual written rankings of them, I think our whole bottom 10 is going to be Netflix movies. Uh, Almost. Yeah. Like, yeah. like it's probably going to be like probably 80%. Eight, yeah. I was just going to say like eight out of 10 of them probably. Yeah. Yeah. Cause dude, it's just so so bad the crap that they put there's, on there. There's a couple movies that I know for sure. I'm like, that's bottom three or whatever. I'll tell you one. Uh, Sex Tuplets. Oh. It was brutal. Oh, it's so bad. It was one of the most brutal experiences watching a movie in a really long time. Like, that, the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> like, that, that is terrible. some full-blown garbage. I also hated The Brawler. that I watched that recently. It's fucking trash. I haven't seen that. It's not good. <laughs> it's not very good at all. But yeah, Sex Tuplets was... Horrendous. Secret Obsession. Oh my God. Oh, that, that one's, one. That one's true. Oh. oh. We should have done a. We should have done a bottom ten of Netflix for this episode. Yeah. Too late for that now. <laughs> yeah. Probably. I don't want to get my my list out and just go through it because. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there were there's so many times this year where I'm like, all right, here we go. And on a few occasions, I've been pleasantly surprised. I kind of like to always be my maybe. I was just gonna say I liked that one. Um. But yeah. There's there's some good stuff that they put out there. But it's crazy to think because I saw something pop up recently and I was like, I forgot this was a Netflix movie. I'm like, wow, this Netflix movie is so fucking good. I can't believe they also made so many bad ones. It was one from a couple of years ago. I'm not going to remember it right now, but one that came out on Netflix, though, that was really good this year. Paddleton was really good. Oh, yeah, that was that was really early in this year. too. Yeah, Paddleton was good. Yeah, I liked that a lot. Triple Frontier wasn't bad. Yeah, it was just an action movie. It was just bland. I yeah. think I think I gave that like a C minus or something like that. Like it was just like mid range, fucking flick. Yeah, Unicorn Store. I wasn't I wasn't feeling that one. Yeah, but I didn't fail it. Like I wasn't one where I was just like, this is total fucking garbage. Oh, oh. you watched the Silence. Oh, that was bad. <laughs> that was that was... this year? Yeah, dude, this year has been so fucking long. <laughs> How many movies are you at now? One hundred and twenty. Seven, you're catching up. Yeah, I'm at 131. Yeah, because you you went on the the great the great binge, <laughs> not the great binge, but uh, the, yeah, it was a it was a rough binge, but it was a binge nonetheless. Yeah, no, th- that that day that you went on that binge though, because I was going over this weekend, I was like, oh fuck, I need to cram in El Camino. Yeah, in the limited time I have, either tonight. And then I needed to go see Gemini Man. And I had a hockey game that night, too. Dude, so was, I watched three movies that day. I saw yeah. Gemini Man, Jexy, ugh. And then I saw El Camino. And then only, like, the day before, I rented Doom Annihilation <laughs> and Greta. Oh, you, you watched Greta? Yeah. Yeah. What did you think of that one? I don't think I failed it, but I was I did not like it a lot. Brianna felt like it was, like, a movie that could have been made for TV. Yeah. I watched it with Megan, and at the end of it, we both went, what the fuck? <laughs> Like the whole third act of that movie, we just kept going like, well, that's a stupid decision. This person just made the dumbest decision possible. Like Mm -hmm. so many times where you're just like, literally none of this would ever happen because no smart person would ever do this. Yeah. Like, yeah. So it's not a good landscape that Netflix has put out there in terms of like their originals and stuff. Yeah. But 
Oh, I watched one of your favorite movies from this year, though. Oh, what's that? Anna. <laughs> oh, God. How'd you like it? Okay, so I didn't like it. Yeah, because it's horrible. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't Fucking like it. Hated it. This, this, that being said, the way you had described it to me, I thought it was going to be even worse. Oh yeah. So like, I was like, "This isn't good. I'm not enjoying it." But so I set it up. It was I worse it in my head. So okay, like, I'm here and I'm 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 living this moment and I'm not like shamed of it, dude. <laughs> I don't even remember how I described it to you. Now, the one thing you described that I remembered was basically like three months earlier. Six months later. Oh, yeah. Two weeks behind. <laughs> yeah, it's just constantly, it constantly doing just time fl- jumps. Yeah. But yeah, man, I'm glad we got to talk about this. I'm Me glad that this came out when it did because <laughs> we didn't have yeah, anything else we to do. It. Yeah, so keep an eye out because fuck, man, we need more movies to come out. We were crushing it and now we are in a slow season. I think I think uh, we're, we're going to be getting busy though. You know, this will come out and yeah. I think we got one more, but I think we're going to, you know, Zombieland's coming out. Yeah. Hopefully we get to the lighthouse. Uncut Gems is coming soon, I Soon-ish. think. Soon-ish. Isn't there I, something I like the first week in November though that we're really hyped for? I'm trying to remember what it is. Dying. <laughs> really like to die instead of having to see all these garbage <laughs> movies. But yeah. Yeah, I, I'm sure there's more stuff coming. We got Adam's family out now. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's weird? I still got to see Abominable. I, I said this to you. This weekend, we had Jexy, Gemini Man, and Adam's family come out in the same week. Yeah. Adam's family is leading the way with that with a 44 right now, I think. Yeah. But I had, like I totaled up all three of the Rotten Tomato scores, and it averages out to like like a 28 or something like that it's like oh, so brutal yeah it's a rough week that's the other thing too is like it's not that we're not getting movies coming out we're just getting a lot of bad movies coming out yeah and we kind of we, we prefer to do movies that we are at least like enjoying because when we do movies that are bad we just kind of just drop the f-bomb for like an hour and a half yeah <laughs> we just we just swear and sigh yeah the whole time we're like oh, Dude, fuck this. This fucking movie fucking fucks and fucks and fucks. I fucking hate it. I hope that needs to be like a tagline. Like, two dudes movie review says this movie fucking fucks and fucks and fucks. That's what we should have sent into fill in the blank here because I don't want to say it. But that movie that we were asked to review. Yeah. But yeah, man. Speaking of things to review, I want you Swampies head over to our iTunes, Apple Podcasts, whatever it is, and leave us a five-star written review so that you can win yourself some free merch. We're very close to the finish line on that. I think we forgot to talk about it like the last couple <laughs> episodes. Yeah. But we're, we're really close to picking our winner, so get those in. We need to cross that barrier and then send you some free shit. Yep. Get your swag bag, mm-hmm. yo. Swag bag, yo. Yeah, and uh, the place where you can see all that swag com. I'm actually working on by the time this episode drops I will have two new written reviews posted on the website how about you Colin I'll do one one you hear that everybody I'll I'm, do three I, I'm giving I'm putting you two it down now. I'm putting three down and this fucking bozo is giving you one just <laughs> so you guys know who's really dedicated to the swampies I'm putting three down now <laughs> oh yeah? yeah I'm writing four I'm writing five I'm writing six <laughs> by tonight I'm doing all the movies that I saw this year. I'm doing 131. <laughs> <laughs> They're all going to be two words. <laughs> be like, it well, they good. There. It bad. <laughs> it decent. It's sad. <laughs> <laughs> Are we Dr. Seuss now? Yeah. <laughs> this is my Grinch review. 
that we never got to do officially. Uh, <laughs> that was such a buzzkill. Yeah, go back to past episodes. We've talked about it before. I don't know on what episode, but yeah. you know what? We're happy you guys are here for this ride. Got to do another Netflix movie. Next Netflix movie we're doing, The Irishman, Irishman which mm-hmm. that's another one that's coming out real soon. Mm-hmm. That one might be early November. Yeah, that one we might be able to catch in theaters, though, because it is getting a theatrical limited release. Yeah, I don't know why I would leave my house to see a movie that I can watch in my house. <laughs> so I will probably just watch it from the safety of my recliner. Although you might actually be able to break ahead of me this week because my TV exploded. So this is a busy week that I don't think I'm going to be able to watch much. Thank God, because I cannot buy a new TV right now. Yeah, <laughs> so Th- this I, I'm really not going to be able to watch much at all. I'm probably going to be sitting around the same. Are you using the are you using that TV over there? <laughs> Let me get that. What was bolted into the wall? <laughs> yeah, let me get that. That has all of your gaming systems plugged into, into it, it currently. Yeah. Let me get that. <laughs> and since I'm going to have your TV, I'm going to take your soundbar too. It's like a, it's like at the, at the cafeteria when like someone's still eating their food You're like, "Hey man, you still eating that?" It's like they're <laughs> they're putting it in their mouth no. as you say it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Hey man, you still using that TV? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not on right now. It's uh, every time I come here, the TV's off. It's just yeah. You're like, not getting use, any use out of it. Yeah. So like, let me up. bring it home so I can blow that one up too. <laughs> See, you walking out the door with it under your arm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I gotta go. It's like it's like in my coat, but like very clearly sticking out. It's not a small TV. No, this I spent too much money on this TV. <laughs> like, That's fair. <laughs> Yeah, my my TV was old, so I got my use out of it, but it's still not okay. Because you knew it was broken. I didn't know that. It literally exploded, though. Really? Yeah. Not like smoke and fire, but like it like kapow! Pop. (laughs) And then just went black. (laughs) What did you, what did you, what were you like when it happened? I just fucking, well, at first I had to stop jerking off. Yeah, I was going to say. (laughs) I was like, well, that ruined the mood. Yeah, you got real flaccid. (laughs) Yeah, I was like. (laughs) <laughs> I got blue balls and a black TV. <laughs> the face you're getting. Yeah. Which this is a video Ooh. video podcast. <laughs> but oh, yeah, man. so you have a chance to get ahead. And I'm about to go away for a couple of days. So we'll see. The next time we convene, we'll get a new count. We'll see where we're at. But you swampies already know what to do. Hit us up. ToDo'sMovieReviews.com. Leave us your five-star interview on Apple. Subscribe, all that. Smash the like button. And until then, second swappies. There's a stink bug in there. I, I got <laughs> your stink bug right here. It's my dick. It, I keep seeing it because it's transparent. It keeps crawling halfway up and then falling back in. That's fine. Yeah. I'll get rid of it later. Fuck them. Be another bonus on the at the end of the episode, <laughs> us killing a stink bug. But yeah, but you can't smash that like we did last time. It's just going to be me wrapping up in tissues and bringing it to the toilet. You're going to potty train it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. You stay here. You sit You sit until you got to go, and you get a prize. So, But how have, have you been? Oh, I've been good. I've been... Uh...